0: The Anxiety Christian Podcast is a mature show that dives deep into the problematic aspects of the modern church. Some content might not be suitable for all listeners. Content warnings can be found in the episode description.
1: welcome back to the angsty christian i just forgot the name of our podcast
2: <laughs> we're keeping it in <laughs> yeah, oh yeah that's uh, staying okay. that's staying 100 okay. um uh, fuck you guys <laughs>
1: hi welcome to the angsty christian podcast i'm your deconstruction baddie bonnie and a fun fact about me is that are we doing fun facts
2: yeah why not
1: Okay. Did we stop doing this?
2: What? Fun facts? <laughs> when did we stop doing fun facts? No,
0: no, we, we still do fun know. facts. It's been, body's rusty,
2: Okay, y'all. okay. It's been way too long. It's been a couple weeks. Uh,
1: a couple months. A month? A month. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A fun fact about me is that I'm tired.
0: I like that.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Uh yeah uh hey everybody um it's me your uh angsty little baka uh fun fact about me <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right well okay it,
2: it's that's that's my new title i i am the i'm the angsty little baka or the sassy baka if you'd like uh fun fact about, Sussy for sure yeah. Fun fact about me: Since our last recording, I actually went to therapy. That's fun. Whoa! I know nice. self improvement. Um wow. And the thing, the one of the first things that I brought about, <laughs> brought up in therapy was this podcast. And uh, wow. my therapist was low key, kind of proud of that. She's like, "Wow, you're actually dealing with trauma in a somewhat healthy way and talking about it." I'm like, "Yeah." Except I'm doing it on the internet, so at least I get clout or some bullshit. I don't know. Or lack thereof. (laughs) Or lack thereof. So people can understand (laughs) that they're not alone in the universe.
0: (laughs) My therapist had the same reaction. He was like, oh, what is it? I don't know if you looked it up. Hey, my therapist, if you're listening to this, what up?
2: I also sent a picture of <laughs> my Halloween costume a couple years ago. Specifically the, the peachy one. Because it just came up casually. So uh, I, I love that. So I might as well just send a pic because, I mean, what am, what else am I supposed to do?
0: That was beautiful. Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah.
0: Nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you went to therapy. It sounds like it was a good experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's great.
0: That's good. Well... Hi everyone. Uh, this is your deconstruction, Daddy, or right? That's my. I am. I'm rusty too. Honestly, I think that's my title. We're all it's, rusty. It's, been, it's been a while. Yeah, we're we're a bit rusty. On Twitter, I did change my name to your new dad. So, um, hi, this is Daniel, your new dad. Um, fun fact about me: in the line, in line of there, or in the same vein as Jake's, um, except different because it's the other side of it. I got accepted to grad school. So you know. I'm, I'm gonna become a therapist in like two three years, but that also means rip this podcast, I guess, because now <laughs> scheduling the three of us is gonna be more difficult.
2: It's gonna it's gonna be hell, but hey, um, we'll make it work. This pod, I refuse to let this podcast die, mostly out of spite, but oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, we, I, I love making this podcast. I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I just assume that they also love it so
0: i missed it. it it's been like i think a month since you and i recorded jake and like something along that line and, and then it's months. been yes yeah, it's like the three of us were together
2: my god it's been forever. yeah
1: i've been busy
2: we've yeah. all been busy
0: yeah it's been a busy you know post-pandemic life i guess technically
2: it's not even post pandemic it's yeah. slowly slowly starting to slide uh into the what it, i saw something earlier that said that the death of capitalism was upon us except in the wrong direction <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> we can, so we can't take wait so capitalism's just going into a new direction
2: so something I think that my source my source is uh, Good Morning New bad Direction news. yeah New Direction uh <laughs> my my uh, sources my source is really only one and that's Good Morning Bad News you can find them on TikTok and YouTube uh they were talking about how technically speaking since the last uh, predicted stock market crash didn't actually crash because basically people who are rich are essentially making it so that the stock market can't crash anymore. Like, we already had the situation where the banks are too big to fail, and that was good because we had, like, bank security. Uh, But, like, now if they're predicted to fail and then they didn't fail, it means that there's a lot of people up top that are making sure that things aren't crashing, and that's not good. I'm doing a terrible job explaining this. But essentially, it means that we're no longer in capitalism and we are in uh, decapitated capitalism or decapitalism.
0: Alright guys, so just put on your tinfoil hats right now, okay? So here's what's actually happening. There is a there is a shadow government that is actually taking control of everything, and they are funding all these big businesses and they're funding the stock market so that it never crashes. And so all we're going to go is up, 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 up until $1 equals one penny.
2: Hell yeah. I'm ready for it. I don't
0: know anything I just said.
2: Honestly, whatever you just said, uh, it makes about as much sense as any conspiracy theory I've heard before. So, um, um, yeah. Who <laughs> checks?
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just an optimist, but I want to see the death of com- uh, communism. Of, <laughs> I want to see the death of capitalism. Capitalism is just it just it, good intentions. It's
2: it's pr- it's pretty good, but it checks and balances just need more checks and balances. That that is is the but then the government's
0: thought? in control and then you know the conservatives, they, they ain't gonna like that one.
2: Government's in control except we want to be under a police state except we want the military to take control except not when they want to take my guns away except whenever they uh, impede upon whatever my personal freedoms are including wearing a mask, going outside, smelling the grass. The government doesn't <laughs> want you to smell the grass no more. I just stick my nose down there in the dirt and I just... Take a whip
0: So all that only matters specifically if you are a straight white man.
2: Pretty much.
0: <laughs> that means none of us on this podcast get that privilege. Uh, I, I seemingly get that privilege.
2: I am I, I am straight passing most times, except yeah. whenever no, I'm fair. recording okay, the we're both podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The gay Same. come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, even when I'm with my girlfriend the gay comes out all the time, so
2: fair. Anyway, hey, Daniel, what are we talking about today?
0: Easter. I hardly know her.
2: In this economy?
0: (laughs) No, not in this economy. Uh, Gabe, I know you're out there. I know you already said it. I know you said it.
2: I'm happy. I'm happy for Gabe. I hope he's doing okay.
0: I, I think he is yeah i'm just, every time well,
2: we bring up gabe i'm just gonna mention i hope he's doing okay like i haven't <laughs> seen him in years
0: <laughs> and it's only been like a month
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he can walk into the house and like hey guys it's me and i'll say wow it's gabe i hope he's doing okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> please do please do that's great no i mean i so i i think with Not just him. I think a lot of people in the evangelical sphere right now. I think are a little bit worried because of stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what happened, and I'm not going to ask or like try to find out because it's not my business. But I do know, like you know, something happened with Dirty Rotten Church Kids. Adrian posted up. If people, if you are listening and did not see it, Adrian did post up. Something happened with Josh. I don't know, Um, but I have am a part of a few different groups, and people have been triggered by that. You know, and so I think it's hard. We're used to mm. abuse and scandals and stuff getting pushed on the rug. I think Adrian's doing well so far. But, as you know, I think last time I talked with Gabe about something being wrong, that was it. Um, yeah. Oh, he did. Um, there is one thing I will mention. Gabe, I hope this is okay. I think this is really funny in line of Easter. So, you know, there's that question. If you can choose any live action movie, take out every single person and replace him with muppets except for one person and you choose which movie and what person that is and so he texted me the passion of the christ um but have uh pontius Pilate be human i said no 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 jesus has to be the only human wait the rest are muppets oh. <laughs> and, it's, and it's mel gibson oh, <laughs> and a ton that's, of muppets oh, that's a no. met, that's like a really
2: good like metaphor for like what they want jesus yeah. to be they hold him on this giant pedestal of hey he is he is different from the rest of society because he is perfect and you can't mm. make a muppet perfect it's veggie tales rules where like yeah, well, d- yeah. <laughs> where you well, can't hold on, have hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on
0: at this point, I wish we had like a little like soundboard right now because I'd be like, "All right, Jake or Bonnie, put on some like oceans right now, okay?" Maybe I'll do this in the in the post record. Like, hey guys, you know, Easter reminds me a lot. Have you ever watched the Muppets? You know, um, now just imagine you're watching and you you get you get the passion of the Christ and everyone gets changed into Muppets except for Mel Gibson, manly, beautiful rugged mel gibson he stays as a as a human because jesus is not a muppet but what jesus does is 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 he gets to his followers and just like in the song man or a muppet he places a hand on that muppet and they turn into a man and so now come down church all right we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask you to make a bold decision do you want to be a muppet or do you want to be a man?
2: <laughs> oh man, that that's a good sermon. Hold on. Are, are we all pitching sermons? That was beautiful. Because uh, my oh, my shit. sermon, my here's here's my sermon. Okay, cue cue the oceans bullshit or whatever. Here we are. Uh, and I will call the father name. Hey church, I've come to make an announcement. Shadow the hedgehog is a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he pissed <laughs> on my fucking boy. <laughs> Wait, John Macarthur, is that you? <laughs> Just imagine if someone like uh, Kenneth Copeland went up on stage and started ranting about Shadow the Hedgehog pissing on his wife. No, it'd be
0: John Piper, bro. It'd be one hundred percent John Piper.
2: It would. It would. John Piper,
0: Johnny Pipes. All right, Bonnie, what's your Easter sermon?
1: I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a sermon person. I. Too much anxiety for that shit.
0: What about if you're talking to a group of kids on Easter?
1: A group of kids?
0: Yeah, yeah, like you have all the kids, you know, at LBCF and they're... they're Okay, well, to be fair,
1: I did do that on Easter Sunday. Oh. And I did just teach Easter. Um, But... If I were to give an Easter Sunday sermon, it would be a headcanon about how all of the disciples are low-key gay for each other.
0: Honestly? I love that. Big if true.
2: Big if true. Hmm. I feel like if I had to talk to a bunch of children uh, about the Easter story, I would just say something along the lines of... Yo, dudes and dudettes and dudes between. Uh, wanna hear about how Jesus <laughs> <Dudes> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> wanna hear a story about how Jesus fucking beefed it? Hold on, hold on. I'm still on dudes between.
0: <laughs> That's how good. Instead of saying guys, gals, and non binary, I am gonna say hello, dudes, dudettes, and dudes between. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I was oh, thinking good. I was
2: thinking boys, girls, and non-binary pearls, but that, that was a little too wholesome, so I thought of Dudes Between. No,
1: I like the wholesome one. It is.
2: It's really wholesome, and it's really I like sweet, that a but lot. Uh, I feel like it's just a little too Streets Ahead. <laughs> Stop saying Streets Ahead. Clearly, you're Streets Behind.
0: <laughs> streets Ahead will never become cool, Pierce.
2: Yeah. and then obviously your tree behind
0: <laughs> oh go watch community guys oh wow that, that was good that was good yeah well uh yeah i figured we do a a quick little episode you know i'm honestly probably not gonna edit this too much but uh i figured it would be good because we we haven't talked to y'all in a little while and we missed y'all and Also, to be honest, we were going to be recording and doing an interview tonight, but something came up, and so we were not able to do that interview tonight. So we decided, hey, let's just, you know, talk about Easter and talk about, I think, like our experience then and kind of how our Easter was this year or any horror stories. Pretty much anything's on the table for Easter. Um, You know? Yeah. Jake is stimming.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I built a new gamer chair, and so I have an Allen wrench that's like bent at 90 degrees and it's perfect for giving it a speed <laughs> nice
0: this is JKSMR.
2: oh can you hear it on the on the recording hold on
0: yeah okay now turn in my ears i'm too neurodivergent for this <laughs> okay well anyways how was how was y'all's easter
1: yeah uh, mine is was pretty good I led the older kids' class.
0: Um,
1: so second through fifth graders. And it was it was a good time, honestly. One of them is a total weeb. Um, she's very into Demon Slayer right now, so...
0: <gasps> she's we, my favorite.
1: We nerded out. Um, one of the kids made a sign that said, no sussy bakas allowed, and they put it on the, the whiteboard. Um, I love them. I I love them so much. They're honestly genuinely fun to hang out with. Um, but I also I love having conversations about spirituality with children because they're just it's so pure and like sweet and they don't have any of like the trauma yet, at least not from our church. It's pretty good. And yeah, yeah, it was it was a good time.
2: Sounds great.
0: I love those children. And I think we need a no-sussy-bacca's shirt.
2: No-sussy-bacca's. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, if you, if you are a sussy-bacca, then you need Jesus. And we're all sussy-bacca's in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> but through Jesus Christ, our Savior, we could be sus no more. <laughs> you know, I what, I what
0: I really want to do is I really want, you know... I'm going to do a, a shameless Patreon plug. Please go and sign up for our Patreon because I want to play Jackbox with all of you guys. And That'd be I, so and fun. I, and and I want to do the t-shirt TKO, you know, so that we can... I I just want shirts that are designed by y'all.
2: It's true. I want to see what your fucked up brains can come up with.
0: Well, Jake, how was your Easter? Uh,
2: So, the Friday and the Saturday before... Friday was not that good a Friday because I had both my jobs uh, twice in a row. And so I worked at. uh, So I had to work at my one job like as early as 10 in the morning. Or no, 9 in the morning. I worked there from like 9 to 2 p.m. And then I had two and a half hours before I had to be at my other job, which has an hour long commute. Uh, Oh, God yeah so basically i had an hour and a half to myself that day before i had to go there from it was 4 30 till uh 12 a.m or possibly even later it most likely was later and then i had oh to god. do the exact same thing saturday and so when it got to sunday morning and it was time for me to rise and shine and give god the glory glory i slept the fuck in i so you, needed that shit so you
0: weren't resurrected
2: uh nope <laughs> day three so, day three uh your boy laid in bed i hit that snooze button yeah hold on y'all think uh that jesus on the third day uh when he woke up ask. for the first time you, you think he just like hit that snooze button like he's like oh bruh Ah. Oh. I was dead for the past three days. Do you know how much energy that takes to be resurrected? Give me like five more <laughs> minutes.
0: He just keep, he just kept telling God the Father or whatever. Uh, not I. I don't want to go to school. I just kept pressing snooze.
2: I mean, he he went to. Sc- I would have. I mean, he did go to school only to drop out forty days later or whatever the hell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice that's an axe chapter one joke for you folks just <laughs> wait
0: okay we're, we're moving on from this okay so anyways your easter you didn't wake up you pressed snooze
2: so i slept in and then when i finally woke up at around 11 p.m honestly can't really remember when i no, 11 p.m jesus uh 11 a.m uh like, I woke up way past any time, any reasonable time to go to a church service. Um, I just woke up, walked downstairs, said hello to my family, and then my dad decided, it's like, hey, I just went to, uh, I just went to service, uh, and you really missed out on this one church, and he started explaining it all to me, and I'm like, yeah, 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 sounds great, sure. The whole message was that, what, you know, blah, 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 kind of tuned out because I was still waking up. And then, uh, my dad decides to put on, uh, a certain mega church on the, on the TV. Cause we got a Roku so we can tune oh, in oh, no, to you're, church you're, you're, channels.
0: You're, you're calling it out.
2: Oh, you want me to call out Saddleback? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. Saddleback. All right. So sa- my dad turns on Saddleback with uh, pastor Rick Warren, right? Yeah. That's the pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, saddleback where do i begin other than like you could tell that their stage cost them a good fortune of money which is already a great sign for a church when you're like oh wow that looks like a stage for a bts concert this does not look like a stage for a, for a church or a congregation but you know what that's okay uh what else what else did i notice um, Can we oh. do a live show at Saddleback
0: one day?
1: No.
2: Just just show <laughs> up. Just go to let's just go to Saddleback and just start walk up on stage and start doing the podcast. That yeah. What are they gonna do? Tell us to leave? And jokes on them. I already don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but uh. What was I just talking about before we hit record? There was something, something that, uh, like, uh, throughout the entire thing, I just sensed a lot of, like, m- like manipulative talk. Like, you know, s- still trying to preach the good word and everything and all, which is, you know, good for them. But it felt very manipulative in the way that it was presented. Like, uh, it was very sarcastic, the questions that were posed by, uh, pastor rick warren um just a lot of made me feel stupid if i didn't know the right answer to the question uh and but don't worry he has an easy solution for you it, it just felt very much like that i don't know if every one of his sermons are like that but uh you know what this is pastor this is pastor review time uh and i give rick warren uh Two out of five stars would have given him less, but I think he went through like a medical thing. uh. So I, I well, got to give him I, a I little give him, sympathy.
0: <laughs> I give him two out of five because he does not, and this might be different now, but he actually gave the church back 10 years worth of his salary um, because he was making a lot more off of his books anyways. But he gave the church back, like the money back so that they could use it for like student ministries and stuff like that. That, that was pretty cool. That's pretty dope.
2: But as far as sermons go, Pastor yeah. Rick, you, you got to give it to someone else, man.
0: Yeah. And you were mentioning something, I think, about church attendance.
2: Right. So the very first thing that uh, Rick did when he got up on stage was he mentioned how... Um, how we shouldn't be thinking about how the church is, the church isn't failing. Everyone says, all the media says that the church is failing, which, oh boy, do I love when a sermon starts out with all the media. God. Uh,
0: you know, the cause grief. all
2: these, all these professional researchers uh, as a part of a t- television network program, Um, yeah, they don't do legitimate research. They just push whatever the relevant story is, which is partially true. They kind of do. Yeah. It's partially true. However, there's a lot of reasonable statistics that go behind a lot of their research. And so a lot of the numbers that, uh, that Pastor Rick decided to pull up were a lot of people who claim that they're a Christian who has, and a lot of people who, uh, I basically identify as part of the christian ideology has increased over the past couple years which makes sense to me that a lot of people are finding are going out to find faith because this is a lot of time that like rough times are a great time for people to find faith however he did not mention one time how many people i i don't remember but i kind of i did kind of tune out but I do not remember him specifically mentioning how many people were attending churches within the last uh, within the last five years. So that was pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, in quotation marks, because we're still technically in a pandemic. Uh, yes. But he thoroughly believes, or at least is preaching there up on stage, that church attendance has never been higher. And I can almost guarantee that it's the, that can't be the case. Maybe it is, maybe I'm wrong, but there's so many people that are leaving the church. I Maybe they're getting more people than are, more people are coming into the church than are leaving the church, but there has been a mass exodus of people leaving the church and it's been higher than it's ever been.
0: Yeah, no, that's actually incredibly incorrect. Like you can Google real quick church statistics, mm-hmm. like church attendance statistics, and you'll find that since 1970. Like 1970, the statistics were about 70 percent of U.S. adults attended a church, synagogue, or mosque. In 2020, I think this is prior to the pandemic, um, and probably partially part to due to the pandemic, it was closer to like 40 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like, you can also look up Phil Drysdale on uh, on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. He talks about how churches are constantly like, or how um, church attendance is drastically falling. The average american is more likely to be agnostic or christian who doesn't attend church or whatever than being christian like people are leaving like that's just them trying to control the narrative because if they can tell people church attendance is growing keep going you can continue with the militant masculinity and like the 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 fight of the church but the church is at least in america (laughs) is not is not growing worldwide maybe America no or at least evangelicalism definitely isn't
1: yeah I do think that we've seen like growth in other ways mm-hmm. I think the church is evolving in a lot of and not like individual churches but like capital c church yeah is growing other than in numbers like it's changing for the better
0: yeah and I think we've I think we've mentioned it many times. Like we're not seeing a movement in the church as much as a reformation. Like stuff is changing and it's changing drastically. And we don't really, I think know what that is going to look like yet. Like we're, we're kind of getting to like a post Christendom place. And I think we're going to be seeing a post Christianity faith as well. Um, Maybe it's just the people that I follow and the people that I talk to and the groups I'm a part of. But it definitely seems like the people that people are leaving mainstream evangelicalism, leaving a lot of mainstream Christianity and heading more into things that are like more mystic or more universal or whatever, like just decolonized. It's accepting. and affirming all the, you know, things. Yeah, so Rick Warren, I agree. You're an
1: idiot. I do think like we also live in very progressive area in the united states so yeah we probably wouldn't see it as much if we were in the south so it's hard to tell when you have like a limited world view just how much of it is like a national movement or like if it's just like locally in our communities that we're seeing this
0: yeah and i don't know even then i still feel like i just hear people leaving christianity and leaving evangelicalism from the South and the Midwest all the time. But like where Rick Warren's at, like maybe it's improving around there because Saddleback church is in a very upper middle class area. Um, it tends to be a a lot more conservative versus maybe where the three of us live. Well, not Jake. Um, (laughs) but where Bonnie and I live, it's a bit more liberal or progressive, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, I find it hard to believe. I granted, I don't know the research from this year, especially as churches have opened. Um, and I think certain churches are growing, like our church has been growing immensely. I think since I started going, it's doubled in attendance, which the number doesn't matter, but it's but what that does show me is that they have put in, or we have put in, a lot of effort to be more inclusive, more accepting, affirming, more. Um, open to everything than I think we were before, um, and I think a lot of the new people that are there would also say that because they came from churches that were more conservative. Some of them have never been to church before, and they actually hate a church because you know they're part of the LGBTQ community and they and the church has been violent towards them, right? So I think some churches are growing, but that also means that as those churches grow, other churches are dying. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think it's just Rick Warren trying to... I mean, it's, especially on Easter, controlling the narrative that churches are growing so that if someone is a quote-unquote non-believer and they're there in that audience um, and they're... and I, Jake, was he doing baptisms?
2: I don't know because I did not stay through oh, to okay. the end. I'm not going to lie. And he did they mention something action. about going through uh, a medical condition beforehand. So I didn't want to give... I didn't want to, like, give him too much of a hard time, but I will criticize his sermon.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, they 100% did do baptisms on Sunday. So, yeah. it's 100% controlling the narrative because if you can convince people that the church is not dying, then you can get more people to be emotionally manipulated to be baptized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my experience this year was very similar to that, Jake. Um I think I was telling both of you uh, on Easter, I, I, I hated it so much, I had gone to, so I went with my girlfriend um, to stay with their family this last weekend, um, and that is far from where we are, I missed my home church immensely, um, and we went to a mega church. Immediately when I got there, I was like, oh God, how am I going to survive this? The angst hit me immediately. Um, They had a coffee shop that was, it was named Higher Grounds. Um, When I went up to pay, it was like $1 for a drink. They told me, um, oh, yours has already been paid for. Now, I don't know if someone else paid for mine. Oh, they said someone paid paid for you. So I don't know if someone legitimately did pay for my coffee, but I'm pretty certain it was one of those somebody already paid your debts. Happy Easter, you know, like the whole Jesus thing. Yeah. So, you know, big auditorium. I've been I used to the major church I used to attend was bigger than this one, but this was big for the area it was in, which is, you know, near Sacramento. And you know, the worship was I they had a choir, this very productiony Um, you know, the same average songs that you'd expect to hear on Easter this year. And, um, (coughs) the sermon, however, I only heard about an hour of it. It was an hour long sermon, and he wasn't even done. And I'll get to why that is. But he started off by, uh, and the pastor's like an older white guy with like a gray mustache, you know, like, you know, you know, the type. Um, and he starts wa- starts by having us watch a video of this little girl who had leukemia and gets a heart transplant from this uh, or not heart transplant it, uh, gets a gets a transplant from some guy who served in the military. So this was all telling people to join the military, like it legitimately was. Um, Love that. And then yeah, and um, the transplant allowed for the little girl to live. And so the military man who gave the transplant a few years later went and was in the area. And so he visited her and she was crying. It was this whole really sweet thing. And immediately the pastor goes um, and says, you know, that little girl got a transplant that saved her life. But what if I tell you that there is someone out there who wants to give you a life transplant? I'm not making this shit up. So then... Goes in for an hour, like appropriating that story to talk about Jesus and how Jesus gave us a life transplant and then decides he's going to go through all the things that you shouldn't do and started talking about how, um, you know, said Pontius Pilate, I think was the agnostic, um, when he was, the language he was using was actually atheist. So I automatically was like, I, I don't, you're, what you're saying is factually incorrect. you're confusing agnosticism with atheism they are very different um, one is a belief that there might be a divine they don't know what it is the other is a belief that there is nothing out there and they don't give a shit so already I'm like alright dude like okay um, but goes through all these different things demonizing different people demonizing Judas who guess what you know if you read your bible like you claim to it says that there was an evil spirit that overcame Judas so did Judas have a choice in betraying Jesus ah! don't think so Um, we can talk about that another time but um, just continues to go through that and then goes through all the things that you should do and is going through all like literally every fucking character in the goddamn accounts of Jesus uh, Jesus' death burial and resurrection now before he got to this point, and I have a piece of paper, so I know where he was going. The paper was one of those things where you fill out your name, phone number, and email address, you know, like a card. And it said, and it says on there, um, it has a little heart that says, I received a life transplant. And it says, today I asked the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ for a complete Easter life transplant. And on the back is the sinner's prayer. And he didn't get to go to this point because the fire alarm starts going off. And you could tell he was ramping up. So there's another 30 minutes at least in the sermon. And the fire alarm goes off. And so, Jake, Bonnie, if the fire alarm goes off, you're in the middle of a sermon. Okay. Let's just say you're in the middle of a sermon. What what is your initial reaction?
2: Oh, shit. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Let's get everyone out of here.
0: Evacuate. Tell people to leave. He didn't do that. <clears throat> the first thing he said was, Oh, the fire alarm's going off. It must be a prank. Um, and you know, security ran out the door and was looking. And for a solid I want to say two to three, maybe even five minutes, he was still continuing with his sermon and you could tell that he was annoyed. And like I'm sitting there, my girlfriend's in there, like, shouldn't we fucking leave? Like there might, be, if it doesn't matter if there, this is a prank, like if the alarm's going off, there could be a fire. Like we shouldn't be here because we could all die, and you have a thousand people in this room. Um, and so eventually, then he said, "Oh, yeah, okay, I guess we should probably actually go through our protocol." So, um, everyone calmly get up and blah 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 tells us all to leave. As we're walking out, and I'm thinking, "The Lord, 100 percent, thank you, Jesus, for getting me out of that shitty sermon that was literally making me want to." commit seppuku um i also that's when i did our easter post was sitting in that sermon because i was so over it um we we are heading into or we're heading to the car and this one guy up there big old cowboy looking dude goes what well, it's just it's just absolutely not okay that that someone pull a prank on that you know they're gonna have to answer to jesus and then uh someone behind me was like oh well i guess satan just really didn't want us to listen to a good sermon by a god-fearing christian and I audibly said, or Jesus didn't want us to listen to that stupid sermon. And I just continued to walk. Um, <laughs> oh
1: my it gosh. Was,
0: I was saved by the fire alarm. It doesn't look like there was an actual fire. So it could have been a prank. Thank you if you're listening to this and you did that prank. And I was one of you angsty bitches. Thank you. Um, Thanks, but angsty like, it,
2: bitches.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was just one of those sermons that was just about... He, and, and he literally said at one point, oh yeah, and we all know we are all criminal to God without Jesus. And was just what constantly talking heck? about like how horrible we are, how sinful we are, how big of a piece of shit we are. And I'm like, how is this in line with anything in the Bible? Like, yeah, so I was annoyed. I hated it.
1: Yeah, that sounds
0: awful. Very yeah. triggering. Yeah. And and I feel like with all that being said, I am glad that I am where I'm at because there was a time where I believed all of that. Yeah. But now, like, I don't agree with, you know, the classic what is called substitutionary atonement. You know, like, God hated or we betrayed God. So God had to send God to kill God so that we could be in relationship with God. You know, that whole thing. I don't believe that. I know that that's only one theory. And so I'm thankful for that, but it was, it was horrible. So. All right. Well, let's go, let's end this episode, you know, like we, you know, we talked about Easter. We we did our thing. Um, so like, how are you guys doing? really?
2: Jake, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, sure. Uh, I am doing okay. Uh, being busy, uh, has taken a toll on my mental health. And so I have decided I'm starting to pick and choose where I need to cut back in my life. In order to be not as busy as I am. Yeah. In order for it to... Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. I, as you can tell, I'm very, very wiped. Uh, so I've been... Yeah, like I said, trying to choose what I can cut out, what I need more of. Uh, just focusing on a lot of scheduling stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah that's a lot
1: that is a lot if i was working working as much as you
0: oh yeah if i was working two jobs and trying to maintain a social life sleep schedule and going to school i would
2: not know right uh uh, yeah i might have sacrificed sleep every now and again don't recommend it no. no sleep is highly highly important
0: yeah, you should get some sleep after this, bro.
2: Maybe, maybe I'll take a nap in this chair. I won't even hang up on the Zoom call. I'll just.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll let you. Go. That, that sounds good. I'll say that sounds really relaxing. Yeah, Bonnie.
1: Um. Yeah. So, I don't know if any of you listening are um, queer women, or maybe just queer people in general, but I think this is a specific queer woman experience when you form close female friendships and you do not know that you are queer yet weird romantic feelings get tied up in friendships even when they're not romantic and then when those friendship ends it is soul crushing and devastating oh. and it's yeah it's rough it's not a good time but I'm oh, getting through. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. Um, Summer just came out with a new album about breaking up with her best friend, So it's Super. getting me through a lot of the feelings I have. Mm-hmm. In a slightly more healthy way yeah. um, than I was before. But, yeah, that's that's eating up most of my emotional energy right now. Totally. Just still processing
0: loss. I'm sorry. If you need anything, please reach out.
2: Best, Thank you.
0: And also, we'll make an effort to reach out more.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's good. Part of it, it's like I'm not good at maintaining multiple friendships at once. And she was like the one friend. I did maintain it with, so now I need to go back and go, oh, I messed up. I forgot to talk to a lot of people.
0: That happens. That's
1: fine. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dang. Well, I am okay. I think like Jake, I have been so busy since before Christmas. And I am very tired pretty much all the time. I feel like after this weekend, things may finally slow down, hopefully. But, like, the amount of weekends where I've had just to myself or with, like, out anything planned over the last few months has been, I think, two weekends. Um, and, like, it sucked because, Sometimes, like... W- last week, you know, there was a similar concert and I really wanted to go. But the next day I was going to be working a full day and then driving up to Sacramento. And it was... I had to sacrifice it and, you know, Bonnie and, uh, and you, you, you and your mom look like you had like a lot of fun. So, um, you know, it was worth giving it, giving the tickets to y'all, but yeah. like it sucked cause I really wanted to go and see similar life. and was really looking forward to that since the tickets went on sale. Um, and so, you know, I'm tired cause of that and like looking forward to starting grad school, granted classes are only twice a week. That's still like a lot of time um and that's like another thing on top of my schedule um that I'm not looking forward to and but I'm looking forward to like the opportunities and like the learning and all that other stuff just not the time portion of it so um you know but with all that being said like I feel like I'm doing okay um trying to slow down trying to do stuff work is going well and all that stuff relationships are they're going well you know but Um, definitely am wanting to spend more time with other people, uh, or like more like other people that I haven't been able to hang out with as much like you two, um, definitely have been missing this podcast a lot. Um, yeah. So, and there's just a lot going on in the world. I think we'll probably talk about maybe next time on the podcast or a new segment, but like I had like a recent professor recently who came out with a book that got like a lot of flack online. Um. Because she was a white woman who's writing a book on black feminist theology, um, and so like that was like a huge like really what, what the fuck yeah it was a whole thing. Um, it, the book got taken down. It's called Bad and Bougie. Um, but like I've been talking with Joe Lumen. I've been talking with my friend Camille. I've been talking with other individuals. I wrote an open letter to APU. Um, but once it kind of gets like finished, kind of being edited so to speak, I'm gonna be posting it up on a site and then sending it also to the professors in charge and being like guys what the fuck like this is ridiculous um especially since the professor responded horribly but um we're gonna save that because i think that's a good um fucking news segment (laughs) since it's really big in the evangelical world um but i might post the letter onto our patreon before i post it anywhere so um if you would like to read that please sign up for patreon it might also just be public after a certain point so you can read it you don't have to pay if if you would like but um yeah, so that that I think was taking up a lot of my mental and emotional capacity over the last week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. White feminists yeah. need to learn to listen and shut up.
0: Honestly. Honestly. It's not that hard.
1: It's really not. And I know as a white feminist, sometimes times it's hard because you hear things and you want to be like, but wait, what about me and my feelings? but
0: no and and like it, and the thing is, is like your opinion and your feelings do matter but it's the issue is when a white feminist writes a book about black feminism and claiming to be anti-racist but then when people confront her about the racism that is inherent in her actions she pretty much deflects deletes which is control the narrative and the form of gaslighting like does literally every method under the book that just shows that she is not as anti-racist as she says she is um for whatever reason like that that is when it's too much like that right definitely crossed so many lines and was not okay which is why i wrote the letter otherwise i probably wouldn't care as much but like this book is stupid i'm just not gonna buy it but like it was the actions that is representing the school and the department that i love then I'm like, okay, this is, I'm not going to be quiet about this. This is bullshit. So,
1: It's fucked up. And it happens way more than we, like, way more than it pops up in the news. Like, this happens all the time to black feminists where they're just spoken over by.
0: Yep. Yep. Lame. Yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time. So, with that being said um Everyone make sure to put out some um snapbacks for kenneth at midnight um you know just make sure you never know when he's gonna come out um because it's kenneth you know um, other than that um she, I think uh Jake what is our i'll, I'll let you finish since you're falling asleep
2: okay uh, finish what <laughs> our slogan thing uh yeah um Stay in school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't wait. No, do drugs.
2: Wait. Uh, do some drugs, not all drugs, just some of them. Yeah. Uh, be gay. Do crime.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and as always, I'm I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, I, mom. I i my energy just wiped out halfway through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get it. It's okay. Everyone, manifest some sleep and rest for Jake, but not in a way that makes him harm himself or others.
1: Please.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need you all to sleep for me because I don't have time to do it myself. No, that, that's <laughs> not
1: how that works. Guess who's back
2: on the funny train? It's me. Yeah. yeah no, that's, this that's is exactly how, how it works. works. I'm back all right. on the funny train. Yeah. <laughs> let's go don't need sleep just need to be funny (laughs)
0: okay alright if you say so
2: I hope my therapist only listens to this episode
0: (laughs) I hope your therapist does too
1: (laughs) have a lot to unpack
0: alright and I'm gonna leave a segment in here just in case here's time with Petty Prayers with Gabe (sighs)
2: Lord, with with all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world right now, I, I honestly don't know what to pray for, except that Elon Musk gets trapped beneath a pile of 60 gallons of rhinoceros diarrhea. I ask this all in Jesus' name, amen. Gained help. Uh, we said gay this time.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Angsty Christian Podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Angsty Christian Pod.
2: And if you really, really like our show and you want to support us, make sure to go over to our Patreon. Thanks, and, Mom. Yeah, thank you, Mom. And become one of our backers. And if you would like to email us about literally anything, you
0: hate us, you like us, you want to be with us, whatever, I don't care, email us at angstychristianpodcast at gmail.com. Also realize when I said that, it sounds like you want to be in a relationship with us. Well, two of us are single, but please don't. That's weird. I'll hold your hand. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. um, All music is done by Brad Tsushima. He is a homie. Thank you so much, Brad. We love you.